Today on Drawing Near, we examine the biblical husband and his submission to his wife. As we have seen, Paul uses the Lord Jesus as a loving model for husbands to follow. So open your Bibles and turn to Ephesians 5, verses 25 through 30, as we study biblical husbands. Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you today for your mercy and grace that enables us to come to you as your children, join heirs with Jesus Christ, chosen from the foundations of the world. We are so grateful, Father, that you speak to our needs through your word, that you tell us how to live our roles in this world, our God-given roles, in a way that is right and pleases you. Help us also to understand that doing this not only pleases you, but not doing this is sin, and it displeases you, and there are consequences. Father, elevate in our hearts and minds the place of your word, your truths, that we may live and know your peace, blessing, and joy in our lives, and those around us can reap the rewards of our faithfulness. Speak to your people, your church. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 30, Paul, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, writes, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. As we study God's call to the body of believers to live in submission to one another, we've already dealt with wives submit to your husbands, just as to the Lord. Now we are dealing with husbands love your wives. And I want to make this very, very clear. The call of wives to submit is no more controversial than the call for husbands to submit. Even in the church, using the language that husbands are to submit to their wives would be challenged by many, primarily, I believe, because they don't understand what I'm talking about when I say husbands submit. But I firmly believe that all of us, as the body of Christ, are to live in submission to one another. That submission looks differently in each of our roles but it is submission nonetheless. Wives love their husbands by placing themselves under his authority as head of the wife. We've already seen that. Husbands submit to their wives by loving them. And I can hear it already. I've heard it before. That's not submission. It's not the same as what a woman has to do. Yes, it is. Just like a wife or a woman does not want to place herself under the authority of her husband, it is natural for husbands to look only after their own needs, to disregard the wife, to allow the wife to submit or serve or give or work without him reciprocating in any sort of way. 
When God calls husbands to love their wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, he is calling husbands to love in a selfless and sacrificial way, looking to the needs of his wife as primary in his life, second only to his allegiance and love to the Lord God himself. Trust me, when I counsel couples, the biggest issue that I hear from women, from wives, is that my husband doesn't love me. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He ignores me here. He doesn't listen to me. All of those statements are statements that say, my husband doesn't love me. He says he loves me sometimes. Some husbands don't even verbalize their love for their wives, but he simply doesn't show it. We need to understand God made husbands to be revered by their wives, looked up to by their wives, submitted to by their wives, and he made wives to be loved by their husbands. Now, I told you our culture doesn't like this. The command for husbands to love their wives may sound easier because we are so familiar with this word love, and love has been redefined in so many ways. But we're not talking about your definition of love or my definition of love or our culture's definition of love, which is no definition whatsoever. We're talking about God's definition of love. And God demonstrated his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Husbands are to love their wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. We've already said in our last study concerning Christ's example that there's no love on this earth that comes close to equaling the love expressed by Christ for the church. Therefore, I boldly say with all of my heart that a husband's love for his wife must be superior to his love for anything else in this world. A husband loves his wife more than he does his job or money. A husband loves his wife more than he loves anyone or anything. A husband loves his wife so much and in such a way that he's willing to lay his life down for her, not just for her safety, but he's willing to lay his life down in service for her, meeting her needs. Her needs dictate his expression of love in her life. We need to understand these words. I believe along with this, we are to follow the model of Christ and give our wives what they need the very, very most. Not exclusively this, but this is priority one. We need to help our wives to grow in Christ so that they are sanctified and cleansed with the washing of the word. We, as stewards of our family, are to present our wife and our children to the Lord as sanctified and cleansed through the Word. We are to be teachers of the Word in our home. We are to be spiritual leaders in our home. We're to be leaders in every other area in our home as well. Definitely to be spiritual leaders. And where we can't step up to the plate in teaching God's Word, we need to make sure our wives and our children 
are under the preaching and teaching of God's Word in such a way that they can grow into the likeness of Christ to full maturity in the faith. Christ's primary concern for the church is a spiritual concern, and a husband's primary concern for his wife must be a spiritual concern. That means he must exemplify holiness and righteousness, blamelessness, and yes, love in the home. I can hear it. (laughs) Uh, What man can do this? The godly man can. He's not going to do it flawlessly. He is going to sin. He is going to have bouts of selfishness, just as the wife is going to have bouts of not allowing her husband to be the head of her of her life. But if he's a biblical husband, a godly man, he will openly confess his sin to his wife and his children if it affects them, and he will repent and he will grow. Too many men do not want to own their sinfulness. Too many men desire to be respected so much that they don't ever say that they're wrong. They don't ever apologize. You may think that that's not present in our culture, but I assure you, it is. Loving our wives mean we are sensitive to their needs. We listen to them. I could list a thousand, and I'm not kidding, a thousand tiny little ways this love is lived out. But you must know your wife and then love your wife. How do you know her? You listen to her. You observe her. Where does she hurt? What does she lack? What does she ask you for? Maybe you need to talk to a pastor. Maybe you need to talk to other godly men. But for husbands to love their wives, they must first know their wives and their wives' needs. Christ loved the church and gave himself for her because Christ knew the need of the church. The need of the church was for forgiveness of sin and salvation and eternal life. He provided that. Some of the things our wives claim to need are not needs at all. They're wants. There's nothing wrong with providing for the wants of your wife, as long as they don't harm her, as long as they're an expression of your love and she feels loved and you're providing for her. All wants aren't sins. But certainly all wants aren't needs. So you must know your wife, and you must know the Word of God. Knowing the Word of God provides you with the instructions to live as a godly person, as a godly man, as a godly husband and father. So you must love your wives, but you must also love the Word. Those two go hand in hand. You are a failure as a husband if your wife does not feel loved by you. You must love them, and you must help them to be what God calls them to be, nurturing them, sharing with them, teaching them. Yes, teaching your wife. By the way, if she's a good godly wife, she's going to do a lot of teaching in your life. We need to love our wives so that there are no glaring deficiencies in her life that she is spiritually, emotionally, physically healthy and whole as best as we can make it so. We're told in verse 28 that husbands are to love their own wives. Do I need to mention own wives? Husbands love your own wives and not somebody else's wife. Husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. Men love themselves. 
that might be a gross understatement. Men love themselves. But we are to love our wife as our own body. And by loving her, we are actually loving ourselves. we're told at the end of verse 28. You want to love yourself at the highest level? <laughs> love your wife. Verse 29 says, No one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it. We must nourish our wives physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and cherish our wife. Our wives should feel adored. Anything that our wives lack should not be due to our neglect. The Lord nourishes and cherishes the church, and we are to nourish and cherish our wives. This is critical for us to understand. For those men out there who happen to be married to a wife who is not a believer, but the husband is, or a wife who is not very spiritual, even though she's a believer, her eyes are on the things of the world, and her thoughts about being loved are worldly and not biblical, you have a lot of work to do. Marriages all over, in the church, outside of the church, are in turmoil. And they're in turmoil because we have neglected the biblical mandates concerning marriage. Wives submitting to their husbands as to the Lord, husbands loving their wives as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Husbands and wives need to pray for one another, talk to one another, share from the Word of God with one another, and honestly talk about what submission looks like in each of their roles in the home. I pray for our families. I pray for the men and women in our homes. And I pray that God will work a miracle of understanding and submission in their hearts and lives for one another. Father, I am so sorry that so many women in so many homes feel unloved. I am so sorry that so many men in so many homes feel disrespected. There are a lot of homes that are battle zones. Tenderness doesn't exist. Kindness and compassion doesn't exist. People ignore one another. Father, I know the remedy. Repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that leads to our maturity in the faith and our following the example of Christ. But I can preach until I'm dead, and it is so difficult for people to hear and respond. I pray, Father, that you will open a door in each of these homes, open hearts in these homes, that they may hear the truth of your word and find hope in Jesus Christ. Help us, Father, with these little devotions, these little nuggets of truth from your word. Help us, Father, to be stirred to love and good works, especially in our homes. And help us to stop hurting the people we should be loving the most. It hurts our witness in society. It destroys our children. Generation after generation have to pay for our failures. Help us, Father. We desperately need your power and your might in our marriages. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, 
provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.